Hey everybody, welcome to Rabbit's Ramblings, podcast 403. This time I'm going to be super quick because I am super sniffly and sneezy. Like every five minutes I'll be like sneeze, 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 and it's crazy. And I have Inkulunati to talk about, but I've only played for about three hours, so I don't have a super lot to say about that. I did also very briefly peek at Helldivers 2. Uh, So I have a little bit to say about that. And that's it for this time. Hopefully you'll enjoy the show. So as I said, I just started playing Inku Lunati full release uh, very recently. I guess I bought it uh, about a year ago, I think, when it hit early access. And then it's been uh, out for a little bit longer than even that. So I didn't look at it too much because, you know, early access tends to be uh, not everything in there. And if you do too much, then you might get sick of it before actual release. But I am very happy to say that there is a lot more in it uh, than I previously saw in Early Access. It is a bit difficult to explain, but I suppose on the surface you would call it a light strategy game. Probably more akin to something like a board game. You can have five units on the field at any given time, and when they get knocked out, uh, then you can summon a new one. But you also have a very limited number of pool you can pull from. Like say you have uh, a person with a sword and shield, and then you have somebody with a spear, and then you have an archer, and then you have uh, you know, whatever other ones you have, uh, five in total. You could have all five archers on the field if you want. So it depends on what sort of board you're looking at and what sort of enemies you're looking at as to which ones you want to have on the board at any given time. Although you can't just, like, take them off again. They have to actually die to make an open spot. It is very hilarious and silly. It is based on super old illuminated manuscripts where they saw these crazy rabbits, and the rabbits would be, like, killing people for, like, no reason. And so they thought, hmm, this is really weird. What's going on here? And so they made a game based around that. I don't know how many factions there are in total, but there is a beast faction, which is my favorite so far because it has bunnies. Uh, But there's also uh, foxes and dogs in that group as well. There's one that are crazy sort of creatures, I guess you could say. There'll be like one with two legs and sort of a chicken body with like a really long arm. And then there's like, Other ones that just look like a ball with a leg. I don't even know what that faction is. They're just all kinds of crazy things. And there's a couple other factions too that I haven't met yet because I just started. There is a very brief tutorial that tells you how to summon your people and move them. And then the game will go in a turn-based faction uh, with each unit getting uh, one move so it can 
uh, move and then attack if it wants, but then it is the opponent's turn, and then you go back and forth until every unit on the field has taken a turn. There are two different kinds of matches I've seen so far. First is, I think what they call a beast fight, where you'll just fight a specific number of enemies on the field, and they don't summon more, and they don't do any special powers from what is called a tiny, which is the uh, master uh, small icon that can do special things, because there is no tiny in that battle. And then there's a fight against the master where there is the tiny on the field, so there will be, you know, whatever opponents they have already summoned on the field. Sometimes they have some, sometimes they don't. And then rounds will go as normal so they can summon more. And then you can summon some and you take turns. And of course the goal uh, in the beast fight is just to clear the field. But in the master fight it's to knock out the master's tiny. And I've only started the one game. I actually I have not gotten to the end of it. But in the first map... There was, I think, about half a dozen uh, spots on the map, and it was pretty much a straight line. I would get one spot where they would explain something to me, and then the next match I would fight some guys. But after I beat the master on that map, uh, on the second map there were three different paths I could pick from to start, and they have, I think, a switching point uh, sort of later down the line, but... It would be like, you know, here's a fight, here's a fight, here's a special event, and then here's a fight, and here's a fight, and here's a fight. And the special events have different things. Like the one I chose was a, I think, a juggler festival. And so I regained uh, what they call boredom, because your units will get bored from uh, getting summoned and fighting so much, which means they cost more uh, to summon them. But there's also shops where you can stop and you can buy new slash different kind of units as well as new and different kind of moves for your tiny. And so it's all very interesting and very uh, deep, I guess you could say, but it's also kind of very simple and very casual. And it's very silly because they're, you know, crazy little animal critters in one army. And like one move the bunnies can do is called, I think, uh, here comes the butt or here's the butt. (laughs) And You have to be uh, facing a certain direction to the opponent, and then you basically just turn around and moon them, and then it gives them what they call a headache, and that basically just knocks them out so they can't move that round. So, you know, hilarious things like that. Like there's a dog, I think it's a dog minstrel or a dog bard, and they have like a bagpipes, but the bagpipes is on their back, so it looks like they're farting, and it's like... You know, cute little humor, things like that. It doesn't take itself too seriously. And it's super fun. I'm playing it uh, super casual. I'll play for half an hour, an hour at a time. It's pretty fun. It seems like if you had a mobile device, this would be like a really great thing for a mobile device to play, you know, casually now and then. But I like it uh, quite a bit. I would recommend it if you are into sort of uh, light, not super deep or super stressful uh, strategy games.
Divers 2 is a sequel to a game I never actually played, but I actually wanted to play very much. The first game was a top-down sort of twin-stick shooter where you are basically a soldier uh, in a futuristic universe. And you're basically dropped down into a zone where there is a bunch of battle going on between uh, the good guy forces and a few different factions of bad guys. This new one is pretty much the same thing, only it's from a third-person uh, standard shooter perspective. It is kind of silly in that they are like for Super Earth and they're fighting for justice and freedom. And it's very over-the-top in the presentation. It's being compared a lot to Starship Troopers because one of the main factions they show off is sort of a bug faction. But the other faction that is currently in the game is a robot faction, and so that's very sort of cyber, terminator sort of future. And basically you'll have different goals in the different maps and what you do, but it's pretty much a sort of warlike simulated shooter. And like I said, it doesn't take itself too seriously in terms of appearance and presentation, but it is very definitely a very serious game underneath that. There is friendly fire, so you have to be careful about where you're shooting and where you're moving in terms of where the other people on your team are, because they can kill you. And in the four matches I played, in two of those matches I did get killed uh, only once uh, by teammates, which is good because you have a limited number of revives for uh, your people. Otherwise, you'll you know fail the mission. There are apparently uh, calculations it's doing in terms of where the bullets are hitting the enemies. There can be solid shots. There can be glancing shots. And apparently the glancing shots, depending on what type of material it's hitting, can ricochet off. And again, you know, there's friendly fire, so you might hit, uh, you know, good guys. So you have to be careful which way you're aiming and what you're hitting the enemy with and what kind of weapons you're using. One aspect that was realistic that I get why they do it, but I personally am not a huge fan of it, is that the weapons kind of float around. And by that, I mean it's realistic in that if you're turning right, you know, the character is moving the gun and the gun has weight, and so it's not moving as quickly as you're, you know, turning the camera. So there's sort of this weird floatiness between where you're aiming uh, the camera and where the gun is actually pointing. So there did feel a bit of disconnect there. That would definitely take some getting used to. I thought it was pretty fun. Uh, it was very silly. It would be hilarious uh, to play with friends. But the reason I returned it and decided not to keep playing is that it is completely designed around multiplayer play. So as somebody who is a single player, I don't have friends to play with. I would always be playing with myself. And so that means I would be playing in random groups. That is, you know, not the best for a game which is uh, based around strategic play and being careful and you have to watch your fire. Like I said, you know, twice I got killed by, you know, teammates. Granted, that's, you know, super low level play. We were just starting out. So hopefully uh, that would become less frequent as time goes on. But there have been a lot of reports that it is so easy and quick to get to maximum level. There are actually a lot of maximum level players who just really don't know what they're doing. And they kill, you know, other people all the time with their big explosive powers or even just, you know, running around and shooting, as well as a lot of people just don't know what they're doing in general. So I figured, you know, I have played 
enough other multiplayer games in the past to know, you know, things that are kind of demanding as they get, you know, higher and higher difficulty is not the best uh, with random people. It was fun, uh, and I would recommend it if you have people you would even occasionally play with, but as something I would be playing by myself all the time, uh, I just didn't think I would have enough fun with it. I would see, you know, all the time where it's like, oh, this would be much more fun with people I know, and I think I would probably just get more sad <laughs> than uh, have fun with it. So I would recommend it uh, with friends. I think I already said that, uh, but solo, I would say, you know, be very, very careful uh, if you would enjoy playing something like that uh, without friends. Maybe, you know, watch some streams or watch some uh, longer gameplay videos and play it, you know, at normal speed so you see uh, what it would really be like. And, you know, you could do what I did and, you know, get it on Steam. And as long as you're uh, within that two-hour window, and I think it's uh, two weeks, uh, you can... Uh, return it and just say, uh, you know, thanks, this is not for me, uh, which is what I did. And, you know, if my life ever changes and I do have people I can play with or, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, $40 is not a big deal to me. I'll just go ahead and spend it. And, you know, if I play it a lot, I play it a lot. If I don't, I don't. You know, if, if I'm in such a position, I could always uh, change my mind and get it again in the future. So that's it for this time. I'm actually surprised I haven't gone into any sneezing fits while I've recorded this, uh, so that is good. But I am going to close out quick as I can before I start uh, sneezing and sniffling like crazy. I don't know uh, what I'll talk about next time. There is a game I just heard about that's coming, I think, late in March that looks kind of interesting. I might check that out. That is called Bwalk Falconeer Chronicles. Uh, super weird name. I guess it's a second game in a series. I don't know too much about it. I just saw a little blurb about it. It looks like you are building sort of a city slash base, and then certain events kind of happen, and it seems pretty cool. It seems kind of similar to Frostpunk, which I did like Frostpunk quite a bit, but I actually had a really hard time with how uh, sort of oppressive and depressing it was. I kind of never got really far in it. Plus, it was, like, super hard. So, I don't know. But it looks uh, kind of like a similar kind of game where you're building up and sort of recreating a city and helping them, you know, get further uh, back towards a regular life since you start out with pretty much nothing. I don't know. Might check it out. Uh, there's a demo on Steam you can check out, so I'm going to do that. But that's it. Uh, for this time, I can't think of anything else uh, to say or that I'm interested in in any time soon. But hopefully, I'll see everybody next time. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs>
You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbitsramblings.html. When you type Rabbit's Ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com. If you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. You can follow me on YouTube at rabbitdot.com. I have a page on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash rabbit, R-A-B-B number one T. You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number one in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright Eric Stryker using a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Derivatives License 2024.